1: Welcome back to another episode of the Watermark Students Podcast. My name is Kaylee Pinkerton, and today here in the podcast studio, we're joined by the one and only Will McElroy. What up? Nice, nice and deep voice, Will. Thank you for that. And today's guest on the podcast is Matthew McKinney. Matthew, will you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where do you go to school? What grade are you going into? All of the above.
0: Yeah, I go to Dallas Christian School. Uh, I'm going to be a senior next year, and I... Love me some canes.
1: You love you some canes. Mm. Yes, yeah, canes.
0: Same. Very good. Yeah, this is a high, <laughs> high canes support. Yeah. I think I'm team
1: Chick-fil-A, but I know I'm outnumbered here at the really? table. So
0: You
2: are. I submit. They're just <laughs> not even the same.
1: What? Yeah, they're different, but canes you can like better. one over yeah, the other. Canes,
0: okay, okay. Less menu items. What are you most excited about for senior year? Uh, The senior ski trip. That's probably my number one thing. Okay. Uh, I'm really excited about that. Comes in the... Sp- B- week before spring break, Uh yeah. The, where whole do y'all se- go? the whole
1: senior class goes. Yeah,
0: the whole, whole senior class. That's so fun. How many of there are y'all? Like, I don't know, forty five. Yeah. It's not, I go to private school. It. Hey, my class was fifty
2: four. I okay, feel hey. you, yeah, man.
1: My <laughs> class was just about nine hundred, so I can't imagine us all going just skiing, going
2: in the slopes, just like all dominating 900 the
1: mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's so fun. Yeah.
2: Where do where are y'all going? Uh, Crested Butte, Colorado. Crested Butte. Come on, man. That's gonna be Amazing. so fun, but. Today we, uh, Matthew, we asked Matthew to be on the podcast, and uh, he. We, we always just give our students just kind of a chance to look through different topics and yeah. pick one that's personal to them. And he chose uh, to talk about counseling. And specifically, I think the title of this episode will be something along the lines like, should I go to counseling? And so I'm going to let Matthew just explain in a second why he chose that topic. But before he does that, I just want to preface because I know counseling and this topic can be a tricky issue and a, even a divisive issue in the church of should you go to counseling or not. And I want to just kind of present two two schools of thoughts two extremes two straw men that uh, I don't think anyone in this room believes and so the first one would be this is that uh, people are too messed up for the church and should always go to professional counselors because their issues are so traumatic so problematic that no one in the church can handle it. We don't believe that right like we just yeah. that is something that we believe that the church is capable of, uh, counseling and using God's word and his spirit to, to guide others and yeah. counsel others. And so, uh, we don't believe that, but then also we don't believe the other extreme, which is that, uh, people never need outside help that the people of this church that we're, we're good enough, that we have good enough resources here that we never need outside help and yeah. that uh, we never need to leave the, this body to, to receive help. And, uh, We don't believe that either. That's the other extreme of like, hey, we do believe that there is some tremendous resources and tremendous professional counselors out there that can offer a lot of help. And so I just wanted to address those two extremes and say that we have neither one. And Kaylee, did you have that? No, no,
1: I think that's so good, Will, and I'm so glad you started there with kind of those polar opposites. And I also would add to that the goal of this podcast is not to, you know, peer pressure a kid into going to counseling or to not go to counseling. Mm-hmm. It's really to talk about, you know, what are some helpful things you can think through if you are considering that, you know, and to learn from Matthew's experience and to consider God's word. And so... Um, just preface before we get started we're not telling someone like you should go to counseling at xyz place or you should never go like that is a personal decision with parents through lots of prayer um to pray through whether that's the right decision for your family and not ours to make here on a podcast
2: yeah absolutely thanks so much for sharing that that is a yeah so with with all that said and with those prefaces aside matthew i wanted to turn it to back to you and just talk about kind of your journey with counseling and specifically why did you, why did it make sense for you to go to counseling
0: and what has that looked like for you? Um, so it started out like in the seventh grade. Um, I was just like, I didn't know really where to go. Um, and with my life and I was just kind of stuck, uh, in a place where I was going through all these things and lying to my parents and, uh, I was in this, in the cycle of just like Stuckness mm-hmm. if that makes <laughs> yeah. sense. no direction. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no direction w- yeah. whatsoever. And so I Knew that my sister had gone through it. Um, and so I was just brought up to my parents Hey, can I go to counseling whatever and I went like for the first time and And we just played Jenga the whole time. It was kind of weird kind of wacky mm-hmm. And I was just I was just there and I was like, what am I doing here? Uh, Cuz this guy I I didn't really I didn't really want to talk to him cause I was kind of scared Se- yeah. seventh grade little boy. Yeah. Um, and so I was just kind of there. And then like a few minutes, months went by and I I was like, mom, I don't really like this guy. And so I stopped going for a couple of years cause I was just like, uh, this guy doesn't, I, he doesn't really help me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stopped going and then, uh, sophomore year came around. I, I've been going to Regen and I was like, hey mom, like, could I go to counseling again? She was like, yeah, sure. And so I've been going for about two and a half years now since sophomore year. Um, And it's been really good. Like I have gotten so much out of it. Um, And I think like the number one thing I go for is advice. And that's what counseling means is counseling comes from the Latin root, uh, if that's how you say it. Um, And that means advice. Um, and so like, like if you're looking for counseling, like you're usually looking for advice for whatever you're going through. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important to try and go for advice and not for solving all your problems. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love that. Thanks for sharing, Matthew. Um, encouraged even by your awareness in seventh grade to be like, I don't know why I'm acting the way that I'm acting and having a willingness to want to put in some work to get to the root of those behaviors. I think that is a really hard step that uh, many of us don't get to as we see behaviors, but um, we're not at the place where we're ready to put in work for. it. And I think counseling can be a great resource um, for those who are looking to kind of dig deeper and see the root as to why am I acting that way? Or why does that emotion come up? Or maybe even starting to process emotions for the first time um, in a safe place.
2: Yeah. That's so good. And I think Matthew too, it sounds like you've had a not so great experience with counseling when you were younger and then a much more positive one, you know, the last two and a half years. And so I think maybe a lot of that has to do with, with my next question for you, which is just kind of like, what, what questions should someone ask before going to a counselor? Like, when did you know, uh, you were ready to go to counselor? Like what counselor should you choose? Cause I don't think that's something that Speaking of canes, I could just look up canes on Google Maps and take us to one in 10 minutes. Right. Yeah. But a counselor, it's not that easy to uh, find someone uh, that you'll know will be a helpful advice giver to you. So walk me through like advice you would give to someone that may be looking for a counselor.
0: Yeah. The number one thing I I guess would be like, see someone who has your fit in mind, like know that you want a female counselor because you're a female or a male counselor because you're a male. Like, that's the number one thing I think helps a lot is if they're the same gender as you. Um, Another thing is if they have the same worldview as you. Um, And I guess the number one uh, view is Christian worldview. Um, And I think that helps out the most because it helps give you, like, a stance on I'm not there to help my own self, but I'm there for Christ to help me instead. Mm-hmm. Um, so like ask yourself, like, am I looking for someone who views things the same way I do? Mm. Um, yeah. but, but also someone who could help me view things differently if I'm already viewing things like wrong. <laughs> yeah, wrong. If you have,
2: they can challenge you and yeah, they straighten can you and, exactly. and show you God's truth when you are misaligned with Did you have anything then?
1: Yeah, I think that's so helpful to acknowledge doing a little bit of research on your counselor's worldview, Um, really, because having a foundational belief will come up in the conversations. And so to know that someone will, as your counselor, take you back to God's word, really like as a believer, that is such an invaluable resource to have, is that as you are in a counseling session, knowing that fundamentally you have the same foundation in Christ and on his word, um, I'm like, whew, that's that's a top priority. Absolutely. I also think another helpful question to ask for someone who is considering going to counseling is why do you want to go? Why do you want to go to counseling? And there are a lot of really good reasons why someone would want to go to counseling. And there are also some poor reasons why someone would consider going to counseling. And even before we pushed record on this, we were talking about people who want to go to counseling just to make them feel better, you know, mm-hmm. like life may be hard, but they want someone to boost them up and be their hype girl or hype guy. And yeah. that's maybe not a great reason to go to counseling. Um, but if someone like we were saying sees patterns in their life or feels stuck, um, as you said, Matthew, just has some stuckness. We need to work through then maybe that is, is a great next step for them.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I want to move on to the, you know, our next question too, which is, uh, I, I, I don't want to ask this with the intention of kind of waging a war between community and counselors, but I I do want to, I think this is a question that just needs to be asked is uh, does counseling replace the need for godly community? Um, Yeah. I'll just ask that. And, and your thoughts are Matthew.
0: I mean, I don't think it does. Uh, I think it helps the other uh, tremendously where if I'm going to, counseling uh i don't have to say certain things in community to where i can process through certain things uh with people my age or i can process through certain things with someone who's a lot wiser than me um and and like just having a bunch of guys around you who are your age and going through counseling together with them is really helpful um just knowing that they're going through high school with you And someone who's in a different life stage with you who's already been through all of that, he can process things with you too. Um, And then there's like a level of information giving uh, Mm -hmm. where you're giving information that you might not necessarily want to share with your community group. And you're in a safe place with your counselor to where you can talk about those things and to where you can have that level of trust that you might not have with your community group. Or vice versa, or vice versa, yeah,
2: yeah, I guess here's what, yeah, I would say, and just challenge anyone that's going to counseling for, um is that i don't I don't think that Matthew, when you go to your counselor that the the conversations necessarily need to be the exact same as the ones you're having with the community group, right, just yeah. naturally, they're gonna be different conversations, but here's what I would say that. I don't think you should be intentionally, I don't think any Christian should ever be intentionally hiding or managing information, uh, with groups of people. And so what I mean by that is I don't, I don't think I should go to a counselor and share one thing with them and then go to my community group or my wife or family and share something completely different. Right. Like I, we're called to live in the light. And, uh, if, if that means amends need to be made, for example, or hard conversations need to be had, for example, then, uh, you know, you can ask your counselor for advice on how to have those conversations, but I think you should always be willing to, uh, and be in a place where you're living in the light with, with everyone that you meet with. And so I think a good example of that is I know just, you know, being, being involved at a church, I'll sometimes have people that come up to me and that say like, Hey, uh, well, like I have something to tell you, but I don't want you to ever tell anyone else like can you just keep this between us and Mm -hmm. uh, in that setting I'm not a professional counselor but that's kind of like a counseling setting and I'll always tell me like I can't make that promise I can promise you that I will that I might I might have to share this information but you'll never be surprised by me sharing this information I'm not going to go around and gossip about what you're about to share like you will know before they know what I share but like I can't promise you that I'm going to keep this a secret between us Um, and I think that's a helpful rule of thumb when thinking about counseling is that like, hey, this isn't a secret. You're not you're not guarding my sins and my secrets. Instead, you're just another helpful tool of community. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. I, I really do think it's helpful. One way I kind of view it is a counselor is just another tool in the tool belt. You just said the yeah. word tool, and that's where my mind was going. Does it replace your need for biblical community? No. Is it another great resource for a believer who's seeking to walk in the freedom of Christ in this broken world. It may be, um, and that's for that person to decide, but I don't think that it replaces because counseling, it can be a great supplement to your faith. It can be a great supplement to your walk with the Lord and a supplement to your pursuit of community. But I don't think it is a replacement to just authentic faith and, um, walking alongside accountability. And one thing that's been really helpful, um, just in my world and in my spheres, um, is with people I walk closely with who do go to counselors is to have a process of looping in community, knowing that your counseling session, you're going there to do hard work. Those are, those are working hours that you're putting in with your counselor. But what does it look like to make sure that the people who walk with you for the rest of the day and for the rest of the week? And like you said, those boys that are in your sphere of life that you're doing High school alongside, what does it look like for them to be filled in and kept in the loops? One, so they can pray for you and pray for the work that you're doing. Two, so they can support you and encourage you and really advocate alongside for you. So um, I think that's a long winded way to say it doesn't replace the need for community.
0: Yeah. Yep. yeah.
2: That's so good. Um, okay, Matthew, I want to turn it. We, we haven't mentioned a lot of what the Bible actually has to say about counseling, which it does have yeah. a lot to say about it and I know that you just kind of came prepared with some uh places that you would turn to in God's Word just to uh kind of support our beliefs on
0: on biblical and godly counseling and so where Where would you go? My first place I ever go is proverbs twelve fifteen where it says "The way of the fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice, and I just say this to myself so often. Because I can make myself uh, seem prideful by looking at my own life and saying I'm making all the right choices I'm doing everything right mm-hmm. but if I talk with someone else about it and they say hey you're not re- really seeking uh, really good advice and I'll just be like okay what is your advice to me about this certain situation and and they'll help walk me through the steps on like what to do and I think God blesses you in that where if you're walking through certain things then you go to other people about it and he makes your paths straight um and then another thing where it says Proverbs 11:14 where it says where there is no guidance a people falls but in an abundance of counselors there is safety and so that's another thing where If you're walking through life and you don't have counselors, you won't feel safe and you won't feel like you have everything together. Um, And that's not what you're supposed to feel. um, As you're supposed to go to Christ and like have the abundance of counselors right there so that you can feel safe in the Father's arms.
1: Yeah, I love that. Another verse I think of is Proverbs fifteen twenty-two that just says, Without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors they succeed. And the Bible does speak to this idea of having advisors, having a team around you that speaks to it. You read through the Old Testament and literally in the cities there was a team of elders that would sit at the front of the gate and they would be there to listen to people, to give them advice, to pray for them as spiritual counselors. And this idea carries on of even Paul to Timothy being like a spiritual mentor figure. And today in this modern world, you know, we have professional counseling as a concept, but the Bible does speak to this relationship in which people can seek advice for what's going on for their world and seek godly advice. Um, But I do think um, it goes without saying, or it should be said, um, Really, that the Bible says clearly that our hope is not put in man, our hope is put in Christ. And so while these abundance of counselors are a blessing, uh, the greatest gift we have, not to Jesus juke everybody right now, but just remembering that God is our greatest source of wisdom, that God is our greatest source of truth, his word through his spirit. The Holy Spirit is mentioned as a counselor throughout Mm -hmm. scripture, which is such a gift and resource for every one of us in Christ. And far more than the words of man can we rely on the eternal words of God. And so just the reminder that the Bible is clear that people can be a great encouragement and a great resource for us as we process our brokenness and our hurts and whatever it may be. But we have to be really careful not to place priority in people's opinions compared to the word of God, which is never going to return void. So
0: yeah. And yeah. another thing uh, is we've all heard this around Christmas time, Isaiah 9, 6, where it says he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And as a w- Wonderful Counselor, he is said to also in Isaiah twenty eight twenty nine, it describes God as being wonderful in counsel. Mm. Um, so God is the only perfect counselor, but if you are looking for someone to talk to, Do not be afraid to ask your parents to go through counseling because biblical counseling is one of the best ways to become fully free from every one of your burdens and things that may be haunting you or something like that. Yeah, Um, that's good. So like Christ is there as a wonderful counselor. um, And that's just who he is. That's he wants you to have counsel, but he also wants to counsel you.
1: I love that you said, I love the way you said that really just Christ is the only perfect counselor, you know, um, I think anyone that I've advised in my life as just in my role being in youth ministry, I have messed up and I have said things that are based out of my own opinion. And even when I go to counseling, um, there's a chance that a counselor could slip up and say something based on their own opinion. You know, just that is we are not perfect humans and how Mm -hmm. comforting that Christ is the perfect counselor. Um, I love that.
2: Yeah. Do any of y'all have any final thoughts or words? I feel like that is a great place to, to end it on though.
0: I don't have anything. I don't think so.
2: Yeah. Well, Kaylee, do you have anything?
1: Yeah. I think just to wrap up, like, I love that we're getting to talk about this in today's age. This is really one of those topics that many people want to discuss, maybe don't know how to talk about it. So I'm really encouraged that, Matthew, you were like, yeah, let's get on the podcast and discuss this. And like we said at the beginning, our goal here is not to convince you to go to counseling Mm -hmm. or to not go to counseling. I think it's an amazing reminder that there are fully devoted followers of Christ who have walked in freedom. And have never gone to counseling and there are fully devoted followers of Christ who have walked in freedom that have gone to counseling and both are a blessing, um, to this church in a lot of ways. And so either way, counseling is not for like the dirty centers that need a ton mm-hmm. of work. Um, and like you said, it's also not a like non it's mm-hmm. no. Nope. And it's also not off topic for people in the church to be a part of. And so really grateful yeah. we talked about this, um, and pray that this would be, a helpful resource for those who are listening.
2: Yeah. I think you're exactly like, as a recap, if I had answered the question, should you go to counseling, professional counseling, I would be like, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe I don't know. But I do know that we should all always be receiving counsel from one, one way or another, first yeah. from the Lord, from others. And then Maybe it makes sense to to go to see a professional for you. So for you to decide, yeah. Ooh, uh, man. But okay, Matthew, thank you so much uh, for joining us, man. This was a great topic, and I think it was. I, I know Kaylee and I were just really excited to get to sit down with you and talk about you know, a topic that is a little harder and maybe can be confusing for many. And so, uh, thank you, bro.
0: Sure, it's my pleasure.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, If this is your first time listening or if you've been a regular listener, we would love for you to go to the follow button if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or subscribe button, whatever it is. Lee, go follow us.
1: Yeah, we want to hear from you.
2: We want you to leave a review. Let them know, like, what's your favorite thing about me and Kaylee and Jermaine too even I really want nice. to know how
1: old you think and Will me. sounds just based on his voice like does he sound like he's in his mid-twenties
2: no he's in his 80s he sounds in, like
1: he's the, the man the old, that, so, yeah. yeah the old man that's like a faithful in the neighborhood uh,
2: so good. tell me what you think about my voice and uh, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll see y'all next week right
1: absolutely see you guys later Let's thanks go. Matthew